It's time to start thriving. Start thriving. Let's thrive. The more you know about your body, the better you can take care of it. It's time to take charge of your health. Here we are, so we're going to roll with that. Broadcasting to the Thrive Life community. So we're going to kind of dive into some of those ideas today. From the ACU of Texas Studios, let's thrive. I want to empower you to make that decision. This is Thrive Life Radio with your host, Amy Robison. Good morning, everyone. We are just already <laughs> laughing it up this morning because Dr. Deb is back with me today. So, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Be just be prepared. Mm. The sky's the limit when Deb's on the show with me because, well, <laughs> we'll just leave it there. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a day. Mm-hmm. So we are actually going to be digging in as we laugh. We're going to be digging into anger oh, today. I know. Mm. Maybe it offsets. Maybe it will offset a little bit. So mm-hmm. we'll talk about anger, but laugh a lot. So is that maybe maybe that works. Exactly. <laughs> so we're going to talk about how a healthy dose of anger actually might be really good for your health. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the difference between destructive ha- anger and um, anger that actually builds resilience. So And productive. And productivity and all of these other amazing things. So I know that sounds completely counter to what we're told. We're always told, of course, to suppress, suppress, suppress. Mm-hmm. But we're going to talk about why that's not a good thing. Yeah. 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 So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> We're not suppressing anything no, today. It's all going to come out. So this is my favorite day of the week. So I love being with you all here live from the ACU of Texas studios on Vinyl Draft Radio. And I am Amy, your host. If you are new to the show, welcome today. Love having you here. So I am a nutritionist and your chief burnout slayer. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> love it. <laughs> on today's Thrive in Five, I'm going to give you my number one diet for the holidays. And it might surprise you. Here's Amy with this week's Makes me think of Buffy. Thrive in five. I'm going to call you Buffy for now. The Vampire Slayer. I was like, what? (laughs) We're really aging ourselves on that one. Did you see the original movie? Did you see the movie Buffy the the Vampire Slayer or Mm -hmm. just the series? Uh, No, the movie. I never watched the series. See, I didn't watch the series either. I only saw Mm -hmm. the actual movie. I mean, I I know of the series and I know, you know, some of the characters in it. But yeah, no, I just never got into it. I know me either. We're too old for that. (laughs) That was maybe like a few years after (laughs) us. I was too busy watching Days of Our Lives. (laughs) Y'all have no idea. I just, I'm going to leave that one there. Every day. (laughs) I used to watch that when I was like in seventh grade. Yeah. Yeah. It's like my guilty pleasure every day. It's so hilarious. Walk in the door and (laughs) Days of Our Lives are on. And it's, it's so funny to me. I know this is completely off topic, but this is so funny to me because it's the same people on the show. Okay. So it is. So in seventh grade, how old are you? Like 13? 12, 13. 13? So I'm 41. So you can, you can do the math there about 30, about 30 years, let's say. Um, and the exact same people are on the show. Most of them look exactly the same. (laughs) Let's just say that. (laughs) And the storylines are exactly the same. Like the same things are happening. So if you haven't watched the show in 30 years and you just feel this hankering to watch Days of Our Lives, hop in and watch it because you, <laughs> you'll, you'll literally you'll pick not it up have quick. anything. <laughs> you won't pick it up immediately. I think there's a sense of comfort in that for me. I don't know. <laughs> I just find it supremely bizarre. It is funny. I like hate myself for watching it, but I have to. I have to. Well, now everybody knows you watch it. So. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Join the club. Just be you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. So back to topic. Mm. I am talking about my number one diet for the holidays. And you will never guess what this is. Any guesses? Food? No. Sleep? No. 
It's complaining. Stop complaining. <laughs> Damn. Okay. So there's a great diet to go on once in a while, which is stop bitching and moaning about everything oh, and have some gratitude. Yeah. So oh, tis the season. Tis the season for gratitude mm-hmm. instead of, you know, complaining about everything. So I think this is, and actually, I think this is why I brought in the Joe Dispenza ah. book because he actually said someone asked him once what the best diet was, and he told them to stop complaining for two weeks. I was like, yes, that's oh so right, fantastic. I remember that. Yeah, because when you're complaining all the time, you're you know being negative, Nelly, and everything sucks, and you think the world is ending, and um, you know you can't seem to find your way out of that hole. Well, it affects your physiology. It actually affects mm-hmm. your body. It's very stressful. Yes, and it can keep you from losing weight. Yes. So if you're a if you're like a max complainer, <laughs> Deb's raising her hand. So if you're like a max complainer, where just everything annoys you all the time. I mean, we all have our days. Oh, Don't yeah. get me wrong. We yeah. have our days where just everything's annoying and everything sucks, and it just it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But if you're a max complainer, where this is happening all the time, and you're having a bunch of problems in your body, that check might in. be it. Might be a problem. You yeah. might want to check in. So. A really good exercise is to carry around like a little note card with you. And every time you complain about something, you put a little check. You don't need to write down what you're complaining about unless you really want to. You're, you're totally welcome to do that so you can see why you're complaining all the time. But every time you catch yourself complaining, you make a little check. And at the end of the day, you check in and see how many check marks you put on there. Because you might actually be surprised at how much it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, complaining doesn't just have to be about really big things. You could be complaining about being stuck in traffic. I mean, we live in Houston, so that does happen. I was mm-hmm. stuck on the freeway for an hour a couple of days ago, and I had to take a sales call or a coaching call on the phone in the car for an hour because we were not moving. But, you know, productivity must happen. So yes. move on. Um, so I could have been really complaining about that, but I decided, like, well, it is what it is. I cannot change the situation, so I might as well make the most of it and be productive while I'm sitting in the car on the freeway for an hour. Um, so <laughs> complaining could be just about the traffic. It could be because your Starbucks took 30 seconds longer than you thought it should or... You know, maybe someone, you know, looked at you funny and made you annoyed. So you're now you're complaining about it, even though it probably had nothing to do with you. And maybe they thought of something in their head and they happened to be looking at you at that moment and whatever it was caused that to come mm-hmm. under their face. And it really had nothing to do with you. Right. So it's a really good exercise to see how often you complain every day, because, again, it affects your physiology. It affects mm-hmm. the body when you're in max complaining mode. You know, there's there's healthy complaining where something's going on. You need to vent it out. You mm-hmm. need to get it out and you need to work through and come up with a solution. So right. complaining for the sake of complaining is not the same as complaining to come up with a solution and fix something. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. So that's kind of my tip for the holidays. So first and foremost, take a card, write all your complaining down every day and check in at the end of the day and see where you're at. Mm-hmm. Because you, I'm, I'm telling you, you'll be surprised. I catch myself complaining about stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, that's so stupid. Why right. am I complaining about it's this? It's effort that's not needed It is to expend I, on that. Whereas, yeah, it could go for more productive, healthy, loving things to the self. Absolutely. And that mm-hmm. is a really good thing to bring up is the effort that it takes. So, you know, I am all about energy and creating energy in the body. And when you're complaining, you are leaking energy constantly mm-hmm. to things that are not important. And the thing is, is that when you're complaining all the time and putting that out there, you're not getting anything back in. Right. Because you're not, you know, again, you're not complaining with the point of you need to come up with a solution or something's just really bo- bothering you and you just need to vent it out and get it out of your body, get it out of your system. You're just complaining for the sake of complaining because it's a habit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and it is. I mean, it's so deeply ingrained in people. It is. Mm-hmm. It's just like a noise. It's almost kind of like, like 
smoking almost. It's like a like it's an acceptable thing to do. Yes. You know, like, oh, I need a break. Instead of just going and taking a deep breath, people are like they justify by having a smoke break. Yes. You know? Yes. And complaining exactly is kind of the on the thing. same. It really is. And it's yeah. funny that you say that because it is kind of like it's a very acceptable thing and almost it's just normal. It's mm-hmm. normal to complain all the time. Yeah. And you're weird if you don't almost. Yeah. If you don't complain and you're just like happy, which, you know, I know I'm happy most of the time, but I yeah. do complain about stuff. But and there is over happy. We talked oh, about that. Yeah. You can definitely be over happy mm. where you have. It's the, not real happy. Are, it's, it's not, not real authentic. Happy. Yeah. Yeah. It's not authentic. And it's almost like the glazed overlook mm-hmm. is happening. Hi. <laughs> Oh, I wish y'all could see her face right now. It's really kind of creepy. <laughs> I try. <laughs> it's like when when your eyes are so wide open that you can see the whites on the top and the bottom. Yeah, yeah. it's called Sampaku. Google it. Ooh, Sampaku. S a n p a k u. What does that mean? It's like when the when you can see all four whites of someone's uh-huh. eyes, they're like possessed. Like m- look at the mur- like you know mass shootings, murderers like mm-hmm. Charles Manson. Yeah, that's like true. Eye- if you look at their mm-hmm. eyes, you can see. You should only be able to see two parts of the whites, like on the side. But if you see the, the top side. part, like if people are looking down or uh-huh. up, like if you see the three whites, I guess, uh-huh. then they're either going to victimize or or victim hurt someone or be a victim themselves. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start paying attention to people's mm-hmm. eyes now. I do it see all the time. <laughs> I bet you do. Does that like <clears throat> steer you away from people? Like Ooh. yeah, like ooh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Who knew the eyes could tell you so much? They can tell you if you're a psychopath. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that is true when you mm-hmm. see people when their eyes are super wide open. And it's really creepy looking. Mm-hmm. It is. Just FYI, as Deb is doing this across from me at the table. <laughs> That's super <laughs> creepy. <laughs> So I'm going to do it now, I'll, the whole show. <laughs> no, don't do it again because I'm not going to be able to keep my composure. I'm just going to start laughing. So... And on the other side then, so we're talking about complaining and, you know, why that's such an energy drainer. So on the flip side of it, the flip side of complaining is gratitude. Mm -hmm. So being grateful for what you have. And gratitude actually physically builds energy in the body. Mm -hmm. It actually promotes mitochondrial growth. So mitochondria are the powerhouses of all your cells. And that's where ATP is produced. So that's your energy producing stuff. So being grateful actually increases the function of the mitochondria, Mm -hmm. which increases energy in the body, Mm -hmm. which makes you feel better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So it's biological Mm -hmm. to be grateful. Yes. Yes. (laughs) So you can start with a gratitude practice, something that's super, super simple and something that I like to do actually every morning um, before I even get out of bed is just think of some things that I'm grateful for for the day coming ahead. Mm -hmm. So rather than thinking what I've been grateful for, I'm thinking what am I grateful for today, even though it hasn't happened yet because I'm just Mm -hmm. throwing that energy out to the universe because I am expecting that that's going to come back to me. So. I might get up in the day and say, you know, I am just, I'm really grateful for meeting some really amazing people today. Or I am in my business. I am so grateful for the new clients that are coming in today. Mm -hmm. Or I'm just grateful that I am walking into my day full of energy and love and compassion. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it it does change how I get out of bed. It really does. It makes Mm -hmm. a big, big difference. And you do have control over that. So, you know, on the flip side, you could start the day with all the things that you're frustrated with and Mm -hmm. all the things you're already complaining about. And it doesn't mean that those things are not necessarily important. They might be really important. But if you start the day off getting up out of bed like that, well, then you might get up and, you know, stub your toe or spill coffee <laughs> on yourself and then maybe yeah. get, you know, it's, it's stuck in traffic somewhere or, you know, run into a coworker, an irritating coworker at work. And so you might actually create a spiral effect and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, of going downward instead of a spiral effect of going upward. So you do have some control over that. So right. gratitude in the morning and then also gratitude in the evening. And this takes like two seconds, y'all. It doesn't, you don't have to sit in 
meditation for an hour to do this. So when you, before you go to bed at night, three things that you were grateful for that happened to you through the day. And don't just kind of think about it and be just like, and go on with your day. Actually think about it for a moment and bring yourself back to the feeling of when that happened. Because mm-hmm. when you elevate the emotion along with the thought, that's when you create health in the body. So from a biological standpoint, Absolutely. you are actually changing your physiology, which I think is really, really cool. So cool. your diet for the next two months <laughs> is to stop complaining and start being grateful, especially as we go into this seizing of having some gratitude. So coming up next, what anger really is and why you might need to say hell yes to this emotion. <laughs> you weak, Hulk smash! Listen to previous episodes in our audio archives. Connect with us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. You won't want to miss what's next. This is Thrive Life Radio with Amy Robinson. What would you like from your bank or credit union? How about a mobile app that makes banking simple? How about free online banking and mobile bill pay? How about loan decisions made locally? How about 15 convenient locations? Associated Credit Union of Texas has all of these and more. Sounds like you should get associated. ACU of Texas, federally insured by the NCUA. For more info, visit acutx.org. My lady, today I banish boredom. You're king of the Texas Renaissance Festival. Do whatever you like. Then I'd like to decree a different theme every weekend. With characters and costumes? Decreed. And what about frivolity for families during the day? And more frivolity in the campground at night? (laughs) Decreed. Decreed indeed. The Texas Renaissance Festival, nine themed weekends starting September 29th. Tickets at texrenfest.com. Decreed. Chuck's Sports Bar and Memorabilia in Leaf City is exactly what you picture a hometown bar to be. Watch the game with friends, great food, great drinks, and a friendly staff. Chuck's is also the home of Celebrity Bartender Nights, Open Mic Nights with Robert Del Toro, Karaoke Nights, and more. Chuck's is located at 601 East Main in Old League City, Tuesday through Thursday from 4 to 11 p.m. and Friday and Saturday from 4 to 1 a.m. Call 832-632-1325 or find them on Facebook, Chuck's Sports Bar, League City. When was the last time you went to the dentist? One year? Three years? More? Most of us get so busy that we don't go to the dentist like we should. Well, maybe it's because you're not going to the right dentist. Call Dr. Teakin and his staff at Teakin Smiles right here in Link City, 281-334-4944, or go online to TeakinSmiles.com. Because seeing your dentist shouldn't be a pain. everyone so glad to be with you this morning and uh, can I just say that I was so happy to walk outside to 55 degrees this morning (laughs) as opposed to 85 and humid which it was the last couple days and completely miserable like no I'm not having this in November (laughs) well we were talking about this morning how you know a few weeks ago it had gone back up to 85 but it was not humid so it was you know it was was comfortable it was tolerable but when I walked out the other morning and it was that humid I was like no this is when I got here on Monday night at midnight I'm like dear god and I was just in New Jersey where it was cold and raining you know I'm like Uh, yeah 
I don't have to shovel snow. I don't have to shovel snow. Exactly. So like, see, oh. see how we're flipping that around from complaining about the weather to, oh, we're so grateful uh, we don't have to shovel snow. Yay. <laughs> we just gave you a prime example of how to flip the script. So, right. yeah. Wow. I'm so proud of myself. I know. <laughs> And we didn't even mean to. We're geniuses. See? Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay. So. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I'm telling you, you just never know what's going to come up on this no. show, especially when we're together. Right. Yeah. All right. So we're talking about anger today. We're talking about destructive anger, but also anger that helps to build you up and create resilience. So we have to, we need to back it up a little bit before we get into really diving into anger because we need to talk about stress a bit more. Mm-hmm. Yes, again and again and again and again. We are going to talk about this because it's directly what's happening in the body with stress is also going to just kind of segue right into what's happening in the body with anger. Mm -hmm. So if you understand stress, you're going to understand anger a little bit better. So of course we, you know, we've got the autonomic nervous system, which is made up of the sympathetic and the parasympathetic. So I came up with this last night. You're going to be so proud of me. So I'll say it in a second. I know you should be. (laughs) So with the sympathetic, it is fight flight. It's go, go, go. That's kind of our, our do, do, do. So the parasympathetic is rest and digest and be. So it is our doing nervous system and our being nervous system. Aren't you proud of me? I'm so proud of you. <laughs> yeah, so I think phenomenal. I, isn't that awesome? Mm-hmm. I said it kind of randomly. I was doing a live last night talking about stress and being addicted to the chemicals of stress, and it's like oh, this is the greatest thing ever. I can't wait to tell them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so proud. You get a gold sticker for yes! the day. Yes, I get a gold star. <laughs> okay, so so okay, okay, so sympathetic. Okay. Yes, para, okay, yes, yes, back on track. Sympathetic, sympathetic. So. Um, when we're under kind of the chronic stress, of course, you know, there's stressors that are really good. They move you forward, just kind of like with anger. There's stresses that move you forward, propel you to take action, you know, get you to complete something, you know, that kind of good, healthy pressure. And then there's, of course, these stressors that are kind of chronic and they build and they layer. So the way I think of chronic stress is... Um, we build up a tolerance to it. So it's all these things that are coming at us, whether that's an emotional stressor, a relationship stressor, a work stressor, and then everything that we have around us. So the lighting that we're constantly under is stress. Mm-hmm. The EMFs, which is the electromagnetic frequencies from all of our Wi-Fi and everything, that is actually a physical the stressor. LED from, LED from the computer and our phone is a stressor. Um, constant noise um, is also a stressor. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of these things are kind of layered on us every day and there's nothing we can do about them. Mm-hmm. Um, but when we have all these other things then that we can control coming at us, that's when the layering effect starts. So I kind of build step by step and I know y'all can't see what I'm doing, but I talk with my hands. So I'm building step by step and this creates tolerance, not resilience. Mm-hmm. There's a difference. We're not building resilience to stress. We're building tolerance. Mm-hmm. So we want to be able to manage that better. And as we start to build that tolerance, what happens in the body that the cells actually create receptors for that chemical cascade that's coming in. So all the stress hormones, so your extra cortisols and all of those type of things that are flooding the body every time you have a stress response that you're not managing, um, you're building extra receptors. So when you build receptors in the body, receptors are asking for things. Mm-hmm. They're saying, hey, I need this. Hey, I need this. Hey, brain, send me this. Hey, you know, um, spleen, send me this. Whatever it is. you know. So when those receptors are created, the body is now going to be asking for things. So the more receptors you have for stress hormones, guess what your body is doing? 
it is saying, Hey, feed me. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, feed me, Seymour. It's Mm -hmm. yeah. It's so it's going to have that constant thing happening. So the more stress you have, even though you may not feel stressed out, this is another really big component. People who come in and they're like, I'm not stressed out. You know, like (laughs) and their eyes, once again, it's all about the eyes today. Yes. But it's, I mean, the look on their face. And I literally had one lady who she came and her face literally looked like it was crawling. Oh, yeah. Like, you tell oh, me about I'm, that. I'm, I'm not stressed out. No, life is great. I'm like, oh, dear God, you know? Heck no. <laughs> and then, but to see her after after coming for, for treatment, like, I mean, it's beautiful. Like, right. you know, she's beautiful. Yeah, all of that's going away. And, and she's the creepy glowing skin and crawling then, yes. is not happening anymore. Yes, I have people tell me the same thing. <laughs> so they're telling me they're not stressed out, but they cannot sit still in their chair. They're right. they're moving, and, they're, and I fidget a lot, too. Constantly like shifting in my chair. <laughs> I do that all the time. But they're moving and they're shifting and they can't sit still. They can't, you know, um, and it's almost like a tick that it's just uncontrollable yeah. for them. But they're they'll tell me, Oh no, my stress levels are, you know, they're fine, they're normal. And that I think is when the key word is mm-hmm. normal. And it's really not normal. So we put all of these extra stresses on ourselves that we're not managing properly. We're not prioritizing the stressors. You can absolutely do that. And so then the body starts to break down. So I had this, what start prompted this conversation yesterday was I had one of my wonderful clients come in um, yesterday and um, it was just kind of a touch base, you know, I hadn't seen her in a few months. So she was coming in to kind of go over some stuff and um, we were talking about um, some testing that she had recently done and all of her hormones were like super low or almost like flatlined. So like all the sex hormones. So that's your progesterone, your testosterone, your estrogen, and then the precursor DHEA. Those were all super, super low. And then her cortisol, which is kind of, I kind of call that the waking up hormone and kind of the getting moving hormone. I mean, it should be kind of high in the morning and then it should taper throughout the day. And then your Mm -hmm. melatonin comes up at night for you to go to sleep. So her cortisol was low in the morning and then almost non-existent by the evening. So by eight o'clock at night, she's totally burnt. She Mm -hmm. just has to go to bed because she's so exhausted. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, from the outside looking in, she's, you know, a rock star. She's, she's a, an amazing mom, an amazing wife. She works, you know, f- full time and she teaches and she's, you know, going to school. She's got all of this mm-hmm. amazing stuff going on, right. but her body is saying, this is not sustainable. We are, the body is shutting down. So even though externally she knows their stresses and she does feel some of that energy drag. So she knows mm-hmm. something's going on. The physiology in the body is saying, Hey, we have a problem mm-hmm. here. And that is completely stress related mm-hmm. because some of her other markers like autoimmune and stuff, they were gone. There was right. no autoimmune markers left because the gut had been healed up. So there was no issues right, right there. So we know that stress is a component mm-hmm. cr- causing all of those hormones to be so flatlined. Mm-hmm. The body will tell you what's going on, mm-hmm. even though you're not feeling it. And we keep putting check in, or covering the check engine light with Band-Aids. We don't pay attention to it. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, like, you know, you get those people, oh, they were so healthy. They were a superhero, this, that. And then they drop dead. Yeah. As be- they, had, they had check engine lights that they never paid attention to. Yes. And they chose to not, you know, and then, and then they're not here to talk about it anymore. Yeah. It's so, so true. And that's kind of, and the the thing about when your body is under that chronic stress, again, you know, there's, there's acute stressors and, or even, you know, the acute stressors like, you know, a trauma or, you know, getting in a car accident or getting, having an injury. Those are acute stressors. We're talking about like the buildup of the day to day stuff, the long term Mm -hmm. stuff and what's going on in the body when that happens. And so 
the acute stressor, of course, you know exactly what, when it happens and there was no lead up to it. But the chronic stressors, we kind of tend to ignore the symptoms because they're called normal. Mm-hmm. And if you say, I don't really feel well, you're told you're crazy and it's all mm-hmm. in your head. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what women get told all the time. That's why the, one of the number one things for those low hormone issues, which I was talking about, the number one prescription for that when you go to your doctor is an antidepressant. And it's that's not the problem. An antidepressant is not going to solve the problem. And that's not to say that an antidepressant can't be useful in situations. It absolutely can be. But for the majority of people, that's not what's going Mm -hmm. on. They're saying, hey, I'm getting some check engine lights. Something's not feeling right in my body. And they're being told that they're depressed and it's all in their head. And that's not what's going on. So. And the reason that happens is because it's not an acute thing. So when you go to the doctor and you have something acute, they know how to correct that for right. you. And that's they don't know how Western medicine doesn't have the tools to help with chronic stuff. They don't they have the don't. tools and they because they don't they're they don't have the time, number mm-hmm. one, to listen to the progression. You know, when you go to see a doctor and you're in there for seven minutes, because that's the average that you get with a doctor, you can't explain what's been going on over the past year and how things have changed. So maybe that your energy level has been slowly dropping and you don't have the stamina to get through the day Mm -hmm. you're having more brain fog you're having trouble focusing you're getting into more arguments with your spouse or you're being short with your kids I mean all of those things are signs Mm -hmm. that there's something going on so it's not just a physical manifestation like you have aches and pains it's can a lot of time is more energetic and it's more emotional things Mm -hmm. that are happening that are different from how you would normally you know be in the world Mm -hmm. or maybe you used to love to do crossfit and now you have to switch to something really mild like light stretching and yoga and you guys know i love yoga but if you're having to make a massive switch like that because your energy level can't keep up that's a check engine light. Mm-hmm. That's something to pay attention to. Well, and in and, and those situations, people beat themselves up and they're like, well, I need to do this. And, I, and then they push themselves to total utter collapse. Yes. Yes. And mm-hmm. I mean, I can tell you all from personal experience, mm-hmm. most of you who've been listening for a while know my story and my story is 100% stress related. Mm-hmm. And I had check engine lights for a year. I knew actually probably more than that, but for a year for sure, I had check engine lights. I wasn't feeling good. I would get really, really tired, like out almost out of nowhere, just like this severe fatigue that, and I was so lethargic. I mean, just couldn't even like, couldn't even think. It was so, and it was incredibly uncomfortable. But, you know, my solution was, I I must need to do more. Mm -hmm. I must need to do more because I, you know, I'm having all of these issues. So I must need to do more. So, find more things to do, take more supplements, you know, do more yoga, you know, all do, 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 do again. Do. And nah. so what is the do, do, do part of the nervous system? Fight flight. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I was in fight flight. And then what was happening is my body's trying to slow me down. So the parasympathetic is coming up at the same time. And then what happens there, this is all like car analogies today, I don't know mm-hmm. why. So when that happens, it's like having both feet on the gas and the brake at the same mm-hmm. time. And so we kind of call that a functional freeze. And when you get into that state, when those are both up at the same time, that's when collapse haps- happens. Mm-hmm. You're going to go into full burnout mode. Mm-hmm. And so that's what happened to me. I was pushing myself to the limit. I had both the, the gas pedal and the brake on at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it, my body just literally collapsed mm-hmm. to the floor. I was not able to walk. Right. So, I mean, my body, I am a prime example of what not to do mm-hmm. is that I did not listen to the check engine lights. I pushed the gas and the brake at the same time. And then the whole car just shut down. And I was approaching that myself. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I didn't get my stuff in gear, I would have been Right there too. Yeah. So, so, what kind of signs were you seeing leading up to that? I mean, just I mean, just having the Epstein Bar. I didn't even know 
<clears throat> that I had the chronic Epstein bar, mm-hmm. but like just tired all the time. And then of course I'm feeling like, well, what's wrong with me? I'm lazy. Mm-hmm. I should be doing this. I should be doing that. And yeah. you know, this person is like, oh man, you're always sick. And you know, the judgment around mm-hmm. other people. And it was like, I really just needed to take care of myself. And I was too busy worrying about what, the, what other people thought of me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's that's like, a Because we want to be yeah. a superstar. We want to be a rock star. Like, make it look like everything is pretty on the outside. Even when inside, it's, it's just pure chaos. chaos. <laughs> it's like my pontoon sailboat analogy. Yes, yes exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. And I think that's such an important way to put it is the pretty on the outside and the chaos on the inside. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you don't pay attention to those things, mm-hmm. you are heading for collapse. That's mm-hmm. just what's happening in the body. Right. And again, and so I did the same thing. I was like, I felt like I was lazy if I was tired or I mm-hmm. needed to sleep or take a nap. Then I was being lazy and I needed to do more. Right. And even after I got, I mean, this has taken me like three years to learn this lesson. Because <laughs> even after I got sick and then I'm trying to go through recovery, which took, you know, three years because I did it completely wrong I was still pushing mm-hmm. I was like I have to do I have to do all the physical therapy I need to do you know all of take all the supplements possible and I need to do all mm-hmm. of this stuff so even being sick I was still in that do 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 mm-hmm. nervous system and not allowing myself to just be 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 because then my body would have repaired well I actually like one of the things because I I'm the, I'm the same way and I had to like trick myself like and it like, cause I'm like, well, but what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? And it's like, so what I, like, it's an active being. Like I'm actively just oh, being. Oh, I like that. Yeah. You know, so like my job is to just be like, it's, it's an active thing. So I'm like, oh, it is a productive I'm, thing. So it really, yeah. So it's like, you have to play Like I personally have to play mind games with myself sometimes, <laughs> you know? Like, well, we definitely do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. Well, but that's part of, you know, the the thought patterns contributing to the problem is that you had to, you're rewiring your brain when you're doing that. You're rewiring those Mm -hmm. thought patterns. So you're not getting that same chemical cascade every time you think that you're being Mm -hmm. lazy or you think that you're being judged. You're saying, no, I am productively being right now. Exactly. Yes. I'm actively doing nothing. Yes. That's really good. Thanks. I feel like I need to like steal that. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead. (laughs) So, but we do, we just need to actively be, we need Mm -hmm. to get out of the do, the doing and just go into the being. And Mm -hmm. it's not that the doing is not important. It absolutely is, but we cannot be doing both at the same time. Mm -hmm. We need to have that ebb and flow and, you know, get out of that cycle of being, feeling like we're lazy if we're not doing everything for like we're not being the rock stars you right. know and we you know we need to be the you know or the pinterest moms where <laughs> i mean we're not moms no, so no, we don't really know what yeah. that feels like but you know i you can't know even that, imagine maybe I know. there's a reason why. maybe there's a reason why we would be long gone <laughs> we would <laughs> we not have survived the show that. wouldn't even be here right now <laughs> it's so true yeah so i'm a prime we are both prime examples of being in that pattern, mm-hmm. having collapses or near collapses, and then having to do the repair process. Yeah. And mine was not correct. I mean, I, I did not do a good job at it because I thought... Well, you did the perfect job because it got you here. And you're blessing oh, so, so many true. people with your wisdom. Yes, that's very true. Don't do what I did. <laughs> that is true, though. It's part of the story now. It's your so journey. It's, mm-hmm. it's easier for me to take people through the process more rapidly because mm-hmm. I know what works and what doesn't work. And they have work. more faith in you, mm-hmm. you know? Because I've been there and I know what it mm-hmm. feels like. And when you are when you are having chronic illness and chronic things going on and you're tired all the time and you can't go out and do things and people are, mm-hmm. you know, do think, oh, well, you just need to take a nap or, oh, you're just being lazy. It's, and yeah. that's not the case. And so if you have an, ex- especially with the fatigue, 
fatigue, if you haven't experienced true fatigue, not just being tired, true fatigue, you don't understand what it's like to try to walk through quicksand. Yeah. It's really hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So coming up next, anger can break you down or build you up and how to choose where you stand. Here, what's next? Next. Right. This is Thrive Life Radio with Amy Robison. Wish you could hear more Thrive Life Radio? You can. Follow us on SoundCloud, subscribe in iTunes and Google Play Music. Every episode, every week. Good people of Texas, cast aside the everyday and come as thou art not to the Texas Renaissance Festival. Feast and frolic amongst nobility, barbarians, and magical creatures. Create your own fantasy with clothing, jewelry, and more from hundreds of -of one-of-a-kind shops. The Texas Renaissance Festival. Nine weekends of feasting and merriment starting September 29th. Get your tickets now at texrenfest.com. Huzzah! If you have a vehicle registered in Texas, you can join artists like Lyle Lovett, Pat Green, Randy Rogers, and more when you purchase a Texas Music license plate from the Texas DMV. 22 out of the $30 fee goes directly towards the Texas Music Office, which funds music lessons and instruments for under-resourced school children, as well as towards funding live music and community music programs all around the state. Just head to TexasMusicOffice.com or the Texas DMV for more info on how to order your Texas Music specialty license plate. Coastal Shade Company is the Houston and Gulf Coast leader in outdoor shade coverings. From palapas to pergolas, pavilions, and more. Looking for an outdoor kitchen or fireplace? Contact us today at 832-917-7672 or visit us online at coastalshadeco.com. Elite Care 24-Hour Emergency Room in Leak City offers all of the services found at a traditional hospital emergency room, but adds very short wait times, a clean and comfortable location, and outstanding service. The goal? For you to see an emergency room physician within 10 minutes of your visit and to provide you with the best, most comfortable experience while you're with them. Elite Care 24-Hour is located at 2530 Gulf Freeway in League City. Call 281-337-7500. Welcome back, everyone. So we just schooled y'all on stress. I mean, if, mm. if you need to understand stress and what's going on in the body and you missed that segment, make sure you go back and listen to the replay, which will be out next week because it was pretty, it was a good conversation. It was, yeah. I thought we broke it down pretty well. I think so. A lot of car analogies, mm-hmm. which I have no idea where that came I from. I love analogies. I know, you do. I really, really For those do. of you that don't know, Deb is like the queen of analogies. Mm-hmm. She can come up with analogy for pretty much any situation. It's it's pretty phenomenal. My brain does not it's work that art. way. It's an art, yeah. It is an art. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even with the training I went to this weekend, I'm like, I felt like it was Swiss cheese and it had all these holes. I know you told and me then, that and I was sat there for a minute and I was like, first I was like, what? what and then I was like, about? okay, now I understand. And then we filled the, the you holes. You filled the holes in. So now it's a, like a... It's like sharp cheddar. Sharp cheddar. <laughs> so I'm sharp oh now. <laughs> well, since you work with needles, it's appropriate. Right, I know. <laughs> Perfect. Oh my gosh. Awesome. That just went to a whole other place. Yeah. So, <laughs> so as through our laughter now, yes. we are talking about anchor today. Mm-hmm. And so we wanted to kind of back it up a bit in the first segment and talk about stress because um, it's, it's a direct relation to what's going on when we are angry. Um, and so we want to talk about angry, anger in a couple different ways. We want to talk about the, um, the, the detrimental effects of it, but also the benefits of it. Mm-hmm. Because in our society, we really kind of push 
push back against anger. It's like you're not supposed to be angry. You're supposed to be happy all the time. And you want to be happy the majority mm-hmm. of the time. I mean, you don't want to be angry all the time, right, Amy? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't want to be angry all the time. But there is, you know, the expression of healthy anger that's really, really critical. Mm-hmm. Because when you repress it, which most of most people in this country are very anger repressed. They are. Very mm-hmm. anger repressed. And we see it all the time in the office. We'll have someone come and sit down. And in fact, we were we were both sitting in on a conversation recently with with a potential client and listening to the story and we're both like whoa and so she wasn't talking in anger or saying there was anger going on but we immediately were like wow there's some Mm -hmm. deep anger happening here and you can just you can see it you can feel it you can hear it in the tone behind the words that are coming out Mm -hmm. anger 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 anger. Mm -hmm. yeah so anger can be really important so what is anger well Anger, in my opinion, so like I use the word anger a lot in what I do with the Chinese medicine. And so, you know, this chart that I have, it's, it uses the word specifically, but it's Mandarin to English. So we say anger, but anger is production. Anger is getting things done. Anger, the time of year where the emotion is, is dominant is springtime. So you think the trees are blooming, grass is growing. It's very upward and very, Let's get things done. People are spring cleaning and cleaning out the gunk, you know, and and making things happen. But then, you know, so that's productive, you know, but then you have the out of balance anger where it's like, like zero. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, you don't want to see me angry. And it's funny that the Hulk is green because that's the color of anger. Right. Green. Yes. So, um. Anyways, and then you have the opposite side of anger because people are like, oh, oh, I'm not an angry person. Like, oh, anger is bad. Yeah, because we think of anger as violence all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, you know, it's like, it's okay that you killed my dog. I'm not mad. Like, that's not okay either. Like, (laughs) be mad. It's okay okay to be be mad. mad. It's okay. It's just keeping it in check. Mm -hmm. And it is so easy to get it. Whew, like yeah, if someone like puts a to, fire under what do you, you? Ca- what do you call it when you're you want to? Um, what do you call? What do you say? You want not bomb them? What do you? What was it? The, oh, what like, is the phrase that you said? Well, like it's like if someone hurts you, you want to throw a nuclear bomb there, at them. That's, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And I've been there. You know, so I mean, there's, I. there's been yeah. So, but it's it's getting it in check and knowing that that's not honoring yourself either. Right. You know, and just because other people are being disrespectful or whatever. Like, you don't need to throw that nuclear bomb on them. They'll have their own. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, but, you know, it, it is getting it in check and, and, you know, paying attention to yourself. Like, is what I'm angry about appropriate or am I holding on to it? Is it like, is it an addiction of anger mm, or yeah. is it like, no, I'm really angry. This person truly wronged me or these people truly wronged me. Um, but, you know, you can do something about it or you can let it go. You know, but you have to make the choice to do one or the other. But yeah, absolutely. You mm-hmm. and it is a choice. You it know, is. you don't have to stay in the anger, mm-hmm. but then you know you also need to try to understand what to do with it. Mm-hmm. And it's about it. Really, is about how you respond and manage the anger, mm-hmm. as opposed to just ignoring it and saying it's not there. Because, like you said, oh, it's okay. You killed my dog. Well, mm-hmm. no, it's not okay. Mm-hmm. Be you know, yeah. being mad. It's yeah. okay to be you know pissed off about something like that happening exactly. and express that in a really good, healthy mm-hmm. way. You know, not like you said, not dropping a nuclear bomb on someone and just mm-hmm. lashing out. That's not what we're talking about. But being able to express that you're mm-hmm. upset. One of my favorite nervous system specialists. Her name is Irene Lyon. 
Um, she has some really good, if you're interested in learning a little bit more about healthy anger, because you know we, we only have so much time to talk about it today, mm-hmm. but Irene Lyon, L-Y-O-N is her last name, um, go to her YouTube channel and just look up Irene Lyon Anger. And she has like three or four pretty short, like maybe 10, 15 minute segments on using anger and dealing with anger appropriately and how to um, kind of utilize that in your life. It's They're very, very good. And she'll go into it a bit more in detail than what we can get to today. Mm-hmm. But managing anger is really important and expressing it is also really important because when you repress anger and mm-hmm. hold that in, mm-hmm. you are creating disease in the body mm-hmm. that gets stored in the nervous system, that emotion gets stored in the body, you know, it gets stored in the liver. We talked mm-hmm. about that before, the angry liver. So it gets stored in the body and it creates disease. It literally eats you from the inside out. Well, and, you know, I heard this on Oprah like 20 years ago. It's like drinking poison, expecting someone else to die. Exactly. It's I like love it, that phrase. I love it too. It just stuck it, with me. Yeah. It's such mm-hmm. a good picture. So when you are suppressing the anger, mm-hmm. it's poisoning your body. Yes. It is literally poisoning your yes. body. Yep. And I, I mean, I know this from firsthand experience too. I have... I am very, I am much more, um, what's the word? I am much more likely to repress it than to express it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's a skill I've had to learn recently, even more so of paying attention to it, identifying it where Mm -hmm. it is, what it comes from. In fact, I was doing this yesterday with my coach. I didn't even get to tell you the whole story, which Mm, I won't go into it all here because it's way too long. But I was on with my business coach yesterday, but she actually does a lot of this healing energy work. And so I was talking about some things that I was frustrated about. And then, you know, that went into some whole other element Mm -hmm. of things that there was actually anger behind. Mm -hmm. And so she had me go through this whole visualization of finding where the anger was in my body. And so for me, it was in my chest, especially Mm -hmm. right in my sternum. So like right in the middle and then just like flooded out to my shoulders. And so she's like, well, can you push that out from you? And I was like, yes. So I pushed it out and she's like, you know, what does it look like? And then what is it telling you? And what does that mean? And so of course I'm like "Ah," crying Mm -hmm. and then, you know, Mm -hmm. all the emotions going, I was like, oh my gosh, it's really, it's really anger. Like there's these old, things that I have so much anger about and she's like mm-hmm. you need to go break some shit <laughs> yes oh, I forgot I mean, to do that I yesterday. know we forgot to do that yesterday so she's like you need to go break something yeah. so that kind of leads me into you know some ways you can start to you know get anger out of the body that needs to come out without hurting somebody else well and actually because I'm the opposite of you like yes I, we're opposites in this like when I'm angry ooh, like I have no problem holding <laughs> yeah. back and I've then, seen this recently and I was like what yeah who is this person yeah not at me of course no of course not. <laughs> but I mean but and that's just my it's it's like a familial mm-hmm. way of being right and it's not honoring myself to do that but it, man oh like I was fit mm-hmm. to be tied and so I wanted to throw a nuclear bomb at everybody but it's like getting in check with that. Like, am I really, truly mad at this mm-hmm. situation? Like, am I really that mad about it? Like, what am I really upset about? Right. And it's really hard to do it in that moment. It is, it so, is so hard. hard. But yeah, I'm an expresser. Yeah. And I'm a and repressor. So, yeah. Yeah. We're, that's why we're like that's for friends that's for our besties because <laughs> <laughs> they're opposites and we can yeah. br- but we force each other to bring those things out so right. it's like when you're in that space it's like okay well don't throw the nuclear bomb <laughs> how can we how can we raise how can we respond to this appropriately <laughs> so it's like in that way and then on the flip side you know deb can tell me like it's okay to let it out. Get it out. Get yes. it out of your body. Get it out. Like mm. scream into a pillow. Get. I have gotten Punch into my pillow. car yeah. and like went for a drive and just screamed at the top of my lungs just to get it out of my mm-hmm. body. I've gone, you know, into a back room and like 
boxed with the air, you know, just to get that physical release out of the body. Mm -hmm. Um, Irene has this really cool video where she actually does, um, an example with her husband of, you know, like something that had been nagging at her and bothering her. And so what she does is, um, um, on his forearm, she'll put a hand on each side and then she just like, you know, and just like whatever sound needs to come out and just like squeezing and holding on, you know, and just like allowing that energy to come out. And there is something really great about doing it with someone who can hold space for you mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. because they give you that extra level of support. In fact, mm-hmm. my coach even said, if you can do this with someone, with a friend who can hold space for you, mm-hmm. it's even better because mm-hmm. it's like, and there's, it's also, I, I think there's also something really interesting about having somebody be there and almost kind of be a witness for you mm-hmm. of releasing that, mm-hmm. that I think, and I don't really know how to express why I feel that way, but I think there's something really important about that being seen, right? being seen and the raw emotional part of you and not mm-hmm. hiding it. Yeah. And you were the first person to really see that in me. <laughs> that was interesting for me. That is interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, because it's but really interestingly, I was able to let it go a lot easier when you have support. When you have, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And it's really hard to let someone see <clears throat> those parts of those you, true the colors. true colors of what's going mm-hmm. on underneath. And, you know, so it is an uncomfortable thing, but mm-hmm. I think that's maybe, maybe that's why it is so much better when you can have someone there with you as mm-hmm. you go through it, because, you know, they see you mm-hmm. and there is something about being seen. Mm-hmm. That's really important. You know, when we have clients come in, who've got, who have all kinds of things going on. And a lot of times they're just like, just having this moment of being able to talk and say everything mm-hmm. that I'm feeling and have someone just listen, like there's no judgment. We're not saying, oh, well, you need to do this and you need to right. correct this. It's like, no, just say exactly what's going on mm-hmm. and exactly what you're going through. I'm just holding the space for you because a lot of times they work it out on their own. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to give them advice right. or tell them, you know, this is what we th- we're seeing. This is what we think you should do. I don't even think you gave me advice that day. I didn't. I really talked myself out mm-hmm. of it. All. I just sat there with you. <laughs> I did. I think I did tell you not to throw the nuclear bomb. But other than that, I just sat there and let you just go through yeah. the full range of emotion. That went I had to with walk it. through it all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You had to walk through the whole thing because mm-hmm. you again, when you leave it in the body, it causes disease. It causes disease and mm-hmm. all kinds of things start happening. And I, mm-hmm. I mean, from personal experience of years of repressing things that absolutely contributed to different illness and, you know, chronic little things that I've had going on mm-hmm. of not getting that anger out in a really healthy way. Right. Yeah. So coming up next, how anger can be a healthy release from stress and how it affects those eyes. Mm-hmm. For more info on today's show, go to finaldraftradio.com. Click links and guests. Final Draft Radio. When you're looking for a new home, John Wilkinson can help answer questions related to obtaining a mortgage lender up to finding and securing the best home for you. John will take your best interests as his own and provide valuable property and neighborhood information that is important to your family. Call John at 281-974-0739 or email him at john at jwgetsitsold.com to start looking for your new home. Lamont Brands is a veteran-owned business serving the Houston Clear Lake area and beyond. Their in-house capabilities include screen printing, embroidery, rhinestones, heat press transfers and thermal flex design, as well as e-commerce solutions and on-site fulfillment. If you're looking to brand your business through custom apparel and or promotional products, Lamont Brands should be your first and only call. Lamont Brands is located at 920 Gemini in Houston. Give them a call at 281-286-7553 or visit them online at lamontbrands.com. Hey family, it's Kyle Jones with iCryoCryotherapy. If you're looking to lose some weight, maintain 
a healthy lifestyle or really just get back into that pepped up attitude you had when you were a teenager, stop by for a whole body cryotherapy session a day. If you're looking for that daily mood enhancement, maybe that natural energy rush, or you're looking to recover from a vigorous workout, whole body cryotherapy is a revolutionary treatment that is changing the lives of many for the better. Elevating your lifestyle is our number one priority. Plug into our website and find a location nearest you at iCryo.com. Lori Coppett. A name you can trust. Lori Coppett. A branch manager with Prime Lending serving the Clear Lake area for over 28 years. Lori. Why are you saying it like that? Coppett. Helping hundreds of satisfied clients with their home loan needs. Lori. Seriously. Coppett. If you're purchasing, refinancing, or renovating your home, visit LCOPPOCK.com to get the professional service you need. MLS number 176539, equal housing letter. Lori Coppett. No, for God's sake. Welcome back, everyone. So I don't know about y'all if you've been listening to the show, but Deb and I both like feel completely better now. It's like a therapy session. <laughs> we had our own therapy feel so session. Much better. We feel so much better. Like, we release oh, the demons. Release. I have exercised <laughs> the demons. <laughs> We're just feeling fantastic yeah, now. Exactly. It was like our own mini therapy session. Yes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you all got to be a part of us, you know, going through some, you know, digging down into our experience with anger and how we have worked through it and how we release release it you know we're actually going to break some dishes this week yes. <laughs> we're trying to figure out we're, we're trying to figure out the exact way to do it right now while we were on break that's what we were talking about what's the best way to break a dish so well, we could do it in the garage and sweep it up but we need to wear eye protection or we could put it in a bag and like huck it at the ground or we could just throw you know anyway mm-hmm. we're trying to figure out the best way to do that to just release some anger and when you do that you need to do it with the intention of what the anger is so not just general anger what is it that you're angry about mm-hmm. and make your intention when you you know go to break something or you're screaming into a pillow or you're punching a pillow you know whatever it is that you're doing do it with the intention of and focus on the thing that you're angry about so that you're mm-hmm. not just doing general we don't want to give out general energy right because that can go anywhere we want the energy to be very focused on the thing that is upsetting you and it could be something that's really old that you've held on to for a long time and it's just mm-hmm. time to let it go yeah it's time to let it go because it is hurting your body. So speaking of hurting your body. Yes. Deb is, are you fully certified now? Well, in, I was certified before. months ago. Now I you just, just have, have your, the advanced training. You have the advanced My training. My Swiss cheese is now sharp. <laughs> so awesome. I love that analogy so much. Really, when I first saw it, I was like, what? And it took me a second. I'm like, okay, I totally get, I, I get what you're talking about. We so. got some New York sharp cheddar here. <laughs> That is so true. What are you talking about? Come on. Come on. <laughs> Forget about it. Okay. So. Okay, don't. No. All right. So. Oh, my gosh. This is so terrible. Um, that was probably like the worst accent it's, ever. It, actually, it was really I've bad. much worse. Okay, good. Texans like, do oh, that was so terrible. much worse. Sorry, guys. That was bad. Uh. <laughs> okay. So <clears throat> acupuncture, <clears throat> eyes, ophthalmology, <clears throat> and anger. Mm-hmm. How do they intersect? Well, and a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just set up this even... big, huge general thing for you. And now I want you to get into the minutia and dial it in for yes. me. So anger, I mean, we talked about this. It's like, you know, drinking poison, hoping someone else dies. So as you're drinking that poison, what does that anger do to the body? So one of the biggest things, um, and I actually do work with these people. So I'm going to talk about a couple things like cancer, mm-hmm. cancer. I mean, according to oh, Louise yeah, Hay, yeah. um, the probable cause of cancer is deep hurt, 
long-standing resentment, deep secret or grief eating away at the self, carrying hatreds, and what's the use? Mm. So, you know, it's like holding on to that anger. It's like you're literally drinking the poison, hoping someone else dies and not, you know. Yeah. So that's a huge one. And so actually, I'll, I'll end that with a new thought pattern is I lovingly forgive and release all of the past. I choose to fill my world with joy. I love and approve of myself. Mm. And so that's, you know, I want people to start thinking about that and how are they honoring themselves and are they drinking the poison and that sort of thing. But of course, with me, you know, focusing on the ophthalmology stuff, once again, no, I don't stick needles in eyeballs. <laughs> just to clarify. Just to clarify. <laughs> um, but like with anger, the so anger is associated with the liver and the liver is associated with the eyes in Chinese medicine. So... Um, it's, you know, so like what shows up in the eyes is, is a really important thing to see. So like eye problems in general, let me just see here. Yeah. Um, so that's interesting. So when you're, when you're dealing with the eyes, you also need to be focusing on what's going on with the liver mm-hmm, as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At the same and time. And anger. Yeah. And, and anger the emotion. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it's, yeah, it kind of ties them all together. Right. And so like the eye problems, the probable cause of general eye problems is not liking what you see in your own life. Mm. And so, and then the new thought pattern is I now create a life I love to look at, but then, um, you know, I can, I can, I help people with like cataracts and, and glaucoma and that's and retinitis pigmentosa, macular degeneration, these degenerative eye diseases. So like glaucoma in particular, if you think of it, it's got that glazed mm-hmm. look at it. I mean, it literally grays over. It looks like the cells are dying. Right. And interestingly, so Louise Hayes version of what this is, is stony unforgiveness, pressure mm-hmm. from longstanding hurts, overwhelmed by it all. So, and then even um, cataracts is inability to see ahead with joy. It's a dark future. Mm. So it's really interesting how the emotions really are affecting the the brain. And right now, you know, with macular degeneration and retinitis pigmentosa, you know, th- they say that these are, um, are um, I can't even think of the word, Genetic. Genetic. I'm like, degenerative? <laughs> I'm like, I can't even think. But but people have it and they have no familial history right. of it. So right. it's it's just really interesting. But you know, there's I mean, most people you ask anybody about their childhood or about their parents' childhood or grandparents' childhood, like there's a lot of anger and there's mm-hmm. a lot of sadness and there's just a lot of stuff. So throughout the years as time is going on, it's like Yep, it's just, it's just it's a vicious cycle building and yeah, building those, mm-hmm. those ancestral patterns are hanging mm-hmm. on and they're clinging on to each generation mm-hmm. yeah so you know in essence it's genetic mm-hmm. but it really is um just old emotion that's right. being passed down that really just needs to go yeah mm-hmm. yeah and the thing is too like people are like oh well you know i'm not angry or i'm not this but like how you grew up in your family like me i grew up in a family where we yell like we say what we mean and mean what we say and like it gets out and some actually sometimes we don't mean what we say it just comes out just to you know be the <laughs> nuclear be bomb the nuclear bomb but, yes but you know like it where was i going with this um i don't know it oh, i lost it i totally lost you it. grew up saying. in a family that yeah before that yelled um it being a familiar familial Fami- pattern. Oh as yeah. Ancestral. So, so like my ground zero was like, let's talk about it. Like, like get it out, get it out, get it out. Mm-hmm. Where some people, like if I do that, they're like, Whoa, like it's too much. So my ground zero of how I know to be in the world is yell, let it out. Whereas other people's is different. So it's like, so we think we're normal. Like I thought mm-hmm. it was normal to do that, but it's really not. So it's like checking in and realizing that what we think is normal 
Might really is pretty dysfunctional, actually. Yeah, yeah. and we mm-hmm. all have those dysfunctions that have been passed mm-hmm. down, and it's and that's not putting and blame. Yeah, no, no, yeah. exactly. I it's was just going to say blame. that those that's what they that's what people were taught, and those were the tools that they were given. Yes. And until that person in the gen, you know, whatever next generation wakes up and realizes what's going on, mm-hmm. that's when it can be fixed and corrected. And I think right now it's happening to a lot of people. A lot of, people, a lot of awakening. A, a lot, lot of people like. What is happening? Yeah. And just starting know? to question things, you know, yes. all of the, you know, the BS rules that we talk mm-hmm. about all the time. Like, why do we think this way? Why are we behaving this way? Right. Where did this thought pattern come from? Where did this belief system come from? Mm-hmm. Is it beneficial and something that you want to continue doing? Or is it something that needs to be challenged and actually transformed into right. something else? Mm-hmm. So again, it doesn't need to be erased and deleted. It just needs to be transformed. Redefined. It, it needs, needs to be, to be redefined. redefined. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because again, it's not, it's not that those things were bad. It's just you know, the progression of life. It's called being a human mm-hmm. being. And once you know better, then you can do better. You I do mean, better. that's really what mm-hmm. it is. So it's not about placing blame or thinking there's something wrong with you or that you're broken because mm-hmm. you're absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Those are just the tools you have. Right. But once you start to see what's going on, now you have the opportunity to make a different choice. Kind of like the checking and the complaints. I exactly. mean, wrapping it to the beginning segment. It's like checking in. Okay, is this normal? Check, check, check. No, that's not. Okay, I want to I want to change that. I want to shift it. Yep. And then you can start mm-hmm. the process of shifting it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean it's going to happen overnight. It might take some time to it do that. It would really be lovely if <laughs> it It would did. be really nice. I mean, we would be billionaires oh, if we could God. tell people how to like transform their thoughts in 24 hours. I mean, it would be, it, it would be pretty yeah. amazing, but that is absolutely not not yet not yet we're gonna we're gonna figure this out we're on our journey yes but there is just this you know huge level of awakening and transformation happening and people waking up to again behavior patterns and belief systems and thought patterns that we're realizing are not normal and not healthy and starting to redefine and transform them Mm -hmm. and you know take yourself to a new level of being in the world and it's pretty exciting and pretty amazing that we really do have power over that and it is our choice it is it's It's, really exciting it's pretty exciting thing to think i know i'm like oh Getting, this is like a I'm full therapy giddy, yeah yeah so it's like <laughs> the, the idea that you can wake up in the morning and decide mm-hmm. how your day is going to be yeah that's pretty powerful and bob duggan every morning like in school he knows how did you craft your day what's your word mm-hmm. of the day and it was joy or gracious or yeah. you know powerful you yeah. know create a word that you say over and over in your head every day. Yes. And this does, and it can change every day. It can change every day. It it's will whatever change it every needs day. to be for that day. And the thing is, is that once you, once you realize and once you see the impact of mm-hmm. doing that, you will never not do it again. Right. Yeah. Because it doesn't take a lot of time. It's, you know, literally like um, seconds. And I want to say too, for people that are ready to embark on this journey, you're a beginner. So it doesn't mean you're an expert. You're going to veer off path believe me we do All and i've time. been in this conversation for 10 years minimum exactly so it's okay just get back on the wagon yep give yeah. yourself some grace be gentle with yourself no more complaining or at least you know checking in about your complaining <laughs> start giving some gratitude as we go into yeah. this next month deb I'm so grateful to you for being on the show today. Love you dearly. Love you too. Thank you all so much for listening. We will see you next week. 